Sassy. When TV and radio collide. Love it. This is what you get. You're listening to JJ and Alex. Presented by G2G Bars. Don't touch that dial. On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. All right, welcome back, everybody. It is 97.5 BKSL Sports Zone. Alex Curie, Jeremiah Jensen, together we make up JJ and Alex. We've just uh, we're uh, we've gotten in on the prop bets, or at least we've gotten interested in them. Reba McIntyre's boots are making a, a splash. Put, if that's real, you're putting money on it. <laughs> if it's real, I'm not a better. You know, it's not really uh-huh. my thing. Plus, I don't even like you. Utah, feel pretty confident. Okay, it's illegal to. It's illegal to bet in Utah. That's correct. We would never endorse that on JJ. And right. It's a it's entertainment only. Okay. But Reba McIntyre's boots are really hot right now in the prop bet situation. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just I'm keeping an eyeball on it. Joining us right now in the program is if you try to help you navigate not just the side prop bets of the Super Bowl but also everything else. Adam Teicher, ESPN NFL Nation, joining us here. He covers the Kansas City Chiefs. Adam, thanks for joining the show, man. This has been probably quite a fun last uh, month or so for you guys. Yeah, it's been uh, a, a, a crazy ride for the Chiefs, having to go on the road for the play in the playoffs for the first time in a long time. But uh, they made it work, and uh, should be a good game on Sunday. We keep expecting the Chiefs to fall here, like step up, and I mean they they've been great. They found a way to win these games. Do you expect it to be any different on Sunday, continuing to win the way they are, just finding ways instead of really dominating games? Yeah, I mean, you know, their defense has always kept them in games this year. So even though their offense uh, has really struggled at times, they're always able to stay in games, at least be competitive because of their defense. So, um, yeah, I don't think anything should be different in that regard. You know, the one thing the Chiefs are doing differently in the playoffs is they're not making all the mistakes on offense. There's not the sloppy play that there was most of the regular season. They're they're not dropping passes like they were. They're not committing offensive penalties like they were. They're not committing turnovers like they were. So, uh, you know, I, I think if they can play another clean game offensively or a relatively clean game offensively on Sunday, I think they should be in pretty good shape. If you are – I mean, obviously there's, there's – when you have the history that they do and being able to have the ability to translate winning from one playoff to the next, you know, rosters tra- change over and stuff, but obviously the, the, the core of this Chiefs group is is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and, and Andy Reid, of course, and, and just what these guys have done. How much plays into – how much of the past seasons played into the success that they've had just even over the last few weeks in the playoff runs when, you know, experience seems to matter a ton? Yeah, I mean, it does, and uh, the Chiefs are sort of counting on um, their playoffs experience to be their advantage or one of their advantages on Sunday. And, uh, yeah, you know, you, there has been some turnover. There's not a lot of guys who are left from the Super Bowl team. I think there's 10 of them who played for the Chiefs when they beat the 49ers a few years ago in the Super Bowl. But, um the, the key guys are there. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, um, uh, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, and uh, Andy Reid as well. I mean, those are all Hall of Fame guys, guys who will be in the Hall of Fame at some point um, later on. So uh, 
that's a pretty good thing to have on your side in the uh, Super Bowl, no doubt. You mentioned Andy Reid being a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about that. But if he wins a third Super Bowl, and who knows what this dynasty could continue to do. I don't think the Chiefs are done by any means. If he gets a third, where does that place him all time among all these coaches? It's got to be top five, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, uh, you know, it's hard to rank coaches. Uh, it's hard to rank players. Uh, you know, the, the eras are so much different. That thing, Things were so much different back in the old days than they are now. So it's hard to com- uh, compare guys. But I, I just know from covering a number of coaches for the Chiefs before Andy Reid and then now the the whole Andy Reid era – he it's it's remarkable how um how his he runs his program and how uh, other people can't steal his ideas and make it work because uh, he 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 really runs a remarkable program and uh just watching it having a, a front row seat for it for his whole time with the chiefs i, I got to believe there there hasn't been more than a handful of coaches if not many who are better than Andy Reid. I just feel like all areas of his program are just so solid. He knows how he wants to do things, and he uh, and he gets it done. And um, I, I just feel like uh, there, there can't have been um, many better coaches than Andy Reid over the years. If you are somebody watching this game and you see the Chiefs and you see this 49ers team, and, you know, you've covered the, you cover the Chiefs and so you – when you're when you're a guy covering the beat of a team, you tend to know their weaknesses too. So if you're the 49ers, how do you attack the Chiefs? Yeah, well, when the 49ers have the ball, um, you know the, the Chiefs haven't had a a real weakness defensively that teams have been able to exploit week after week after week. It's it's been a pretty solid effort on defense. The the, the one thing though, I would say is occasionally. They've been they've had trouble stopping the run, and with Christian McCaffrey uh, um, up on Sunday, you wonder maybe the 49ers will find a way to uh, to make that work for him consistently. I thought Baltimore would try that against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, but they didn't. They only ran with their running backs what like six times or something like yeah. that. So uh, um, it, it's uh, you know that that's the one thing I would say when the. Uh, um, uh, Chiefs have, or the uh, 49ers have the balls. Maybe run at the Chiefs and, and be more uh, uh, consistent about it than the uh, than the Ravens were. You know, it, this felt like a year where the Chiefs were vulnerable. Yet here we are; they're back in the Super Bowl. Winning is a skill. This team knows how to win. As you look forward, win or lose on Sunday, does this Chiefs dynasty, if you call it that, or this window of championship opportunity they have, how how long can it go? You understand their cap situation. You know the team in and out. How long can the Chiefs continue to win at this rate? Well, they have the ultimate cheat code, right? I mean, they've got Patrick Mahomes. And as long as they've got him, um, I, I feel like they're always going to have a chance. You know, yeah, the Chiefs were vulnerable this year. There's no doubt. But, you know, he sort of kept them alive. Um, you know, the, you, you can look at his stats, and it wasn't the, his best statistical season. And as a matter of fact, in a lot of areas, it was his worst statistical season. But, you know, having seen every one of his games, I can tell you the guy played really well a lot of times. Not every single week, but most weeks he did. And he was sort of, along with the defense, he was the one keeping this thing afloat at, at times. So, uh, 
you know, as long as you've got him and he's played, you know, we know his history in the playoffs. He's played really well. Um, um, you know, he, he's still a, a young age. So as long as he's uh, around, you got to feel like the Chiefs are going to have a chance. Adam Teicher joining us here on 97.5 EKSL Sports Zone. He covers the Chiefs for ESPN NFL Nation. Adam, we appreciate it, man. We love the insights, and uh, we're looking forward to this one on Sunday. Have a good time, man. Hey, anytime, guys. There you go. Hey, we got any time from him. Well, Call him next segment. Every, uh, every year. <laughs> we, uh... The Every Chief, year the, the Chiefs, Chiefs blitz in. every uh, week listen, listen. on 97.5, the <laughs> KSL Sports Zone. Uh, hey, the way as popular as this team is, I mean, there's it. why not? I just like calling people They're on so it. good. Call them back in 15 minutes, uh, Christian, and be like, you said any time. Uh, the, <laughs> the guys are going to have you back. Uh, yeah. Coming back in five minutes here. Yeah. Or five seconds. Here we go. Uh, yeah, Chiefs mean, update with Adam Tyker. By, by the way, Tyker, by the way, yeah. covering the team, that like like let's say you start covering the team and then just suddenly they go on a crazy run like this. But you know how beat writers are too. I Man, I don't want to lump all of them in the same thing. But like these kinds of trips is like, oh, like isn't there a little bit of an attitude of like, gosh, I hate going to the AFC Championship game again. Can I tell you a quick story? <laughs> yes. So I've I've covered three I've covered three Super Bowls, and the last one I went to was the Rams Bengals Super Bowl. Yeah. And we're in the NBC TV truck there. We the NBC stations all gather in one place. We were uh, SoFi, right? Isn't that where the game it was? Was it SoFi? Yeah. yeah. So we're out in the truck at the TV where we do live shots and we prepare work when we're working. And the Cincinnati sports anchor's over there. He's just so annoyed. We're like, what's going on? He's like, oh. Because his news station's demanding around-the-clock coverage. Oh, he's, boy. He's just worn out. He's like, I I hope they lose. <laughs> I hope they lose. I want to go home. And if I have to cover a parade on on Monday or Tuesday, I don't even know what I'm going to do. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, you're, the Bengals of by all the teams. Way, by the, the way. The Cincinnati Bungles are in the Super Bowl, and they were one play away from winning that thing. And you're so miserable because you've got to cover a Super Bowl. It just blew my mind. It's like, wow. Like, uh, I'm telling you, these are stories that we hear in our business all the time. And yet, when we tell people who don't work in this industry about that kind of stuff, they're like, oh, it makes I mad. hate all you guys. Yeah, you and suck. you're like, no, no, What's I know. What's wrong with you? You're covering the Super Bowl. Like when, they go, like when they show up and they go, dude, and the Philly cheesesteak was actually not even that hot. It was just kind of warm. Which one? The free one up in the booth. And you're like, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. The free food. How many times have we all do it? We complain about the free food. We complain about oh, the media hotel wasn't even that good this time. I couldn't even, I couldn't <laughs> even go to a free yoga class downstairs. It's like, geez, dude. One of the reasons that guy loved the job is because the Bengals were never in the playoffs and they always stunk. And so, he, so he could go on vacation early? Go, you didn't have to go traveling. <laughs> what a doofus. You didn't have to travel during oh, the holidays and everything. Boy. So he knew as soon as the season was over, they were done. They didn't have to worry about it because it, it's, it is the NFL. What's your dream you're, job? You're covering every – they cover every road game. What's your dream job? I want to cover the Browns. Why? They never go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Come on. I'll wanna, never have to work past uh, the first week of January. I want to cover the Jags, man. I want to cover the Texans. Why? You know, just early vacation. It's like, could you believe it? Because the Bengals have not won one at all, right? They've never won a Super Bowl. They've been, they've to, three. been to three. Yes. Uh, the 49ers beat them, what, twice? Twice in the 80s. And then uh, those are the ones I remember growing up watching, and then they lost to the Rams. Uh, Both were competitive. Every Super Bowl the Bengals have been in have been one possession games. What was up with that? Uh, didn't the Bengals 
What was up with that Bengals team against the second time around against uh, Joe Montana and his guys? It was the John Joe, Joe Montana to John Taylor. John the final Taylor. Drive. That was that. That was John Taylor. Joe Montana goes in. It's the, they're down. The, the Bengals are winning. What is there like a minute and a half left? Weren't there a bunch? Got a 49er of, fan here. I know the story. <laughs> don't we? Don't, but don't didn't. But didn't the Bengals have some guys getting into some riffraff yeah, the night before? They did. Some cocaine. I don't remember the names, but yeah, there was some stuff like that. But anyway. Joe Montana goes in on the final drive, and in, in the, I guess everybody's nervous. And he goes in. I don't know what the word, joke was, but he cracked a joke in the in the uh, huddle right when the start of that drive, and everyone yeah. like got loose and they went down, and scored. He so, took the pressure off. Joe Cool. So uh, I don't remember if it was that one. So uh, Joe uh, um, Jason Buck, former BYU yes. Outland Trophy winner, he played in that one, and he was like, and uh, good for Jason because he actually he has a uh, he's got a ring. That he won with the with the Redskins. Yes, uh, back when they were called the Redskins. Uh, but he was one of these guys who he was like, dude, we get together as a team and we hear that a couple guys aren't going to play because of the riffraff they got into, the illegal activity they got into. The amount of how mad you are yeah. as a teammate, and then when you know you got close, even with that, and then you just go, do we win that game if those guys are able to play? Because there were arrests made, I think a couple guys missed. Yeah, it was bad news, man. And you've got to you, you remember that for the rest of your life. It's got to be haunting. <sighs> yeah, it's bad. All right, we're uh, oh, we're gonna get Tom over here in just a moment here. We got to get Tom Curl over. We're gonna we're gonna hustle over. All right, so here's the deal. Uh, we're here at the warehouse, eighteen twenty five South, three hundred West. Let me tell you about some of the things that are going on here. So before Tom comes over, I'll just let you know the deals he's making are actually going to be held uh now some of them are are you know first come first serve some of them there's a couple of the mattress deals jj that they have that they only have they have less than five on Mm. and so it's like all right get down and get it and once those are gone they're gone and then a lot of these a lot of these deals that he'll make are actually ones that he'll honor all the way through valentine's day and so uh being able to do that is massive because normally he cuts it off after that uh that monday and so or after that that monday maybe but uh anyway We'll end up uh, – here's what we'll do. We'll talk to Tom after the break. How about that? Is that okay? That sounds great. We'll come back. We've got more to go around the corner. We've got tons to talk about here still. Uh, what's What do we have next? Our NFL Blitz? Is that where we're at already in the program? That's right. Can you believe it? We're going to blitz after this. Uh, I've got an update on the – the line has moved, by the way, on the Reba McIntyre boots. Oh, we've got I an think, update. I think people heard us. Okay. You're starting to see a lot of money moving. A bunch of people ra- ran to the book at window. Starting to see a lot the of bookies m- are panicking. You're starting to see a Vegas lot of Vegas is panicking. Starting to see a lot of money move to the it's red. Like boot. Somebody knows something. The red boot area. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We got more to go around the corner. 97.5 VKSL Sports Zone. All the latest news and notes from the league and the locals in the NFL. JJ and Alex bring you the NFL Blitz ah! on 97.5 VKSL Sports Zone. Hey everybody, welcome back to your Friday. Happy Super Bowl weekend. Happy weekend before Valentine's Day. You gotta figure it out. If you're gonna try to figure it out, hey, how about a new mattress for your sweetheart? You know everybody else is talking about blankets? I was Why telling not? You, I know. It roses die. Oh yeah. But here's let me just give you a let me just, just saying. Give, let me give you a killer deal here. You ready for this? Uh because you heard Hans and Scotty at the Minky Couture store today, okay? 
So you get yourself a minky blanket, all right, because the minky blanket is the best Valentine's gift. It's the softest. It's the most comfortable. It's amazing. You throw it on that brand-new mattress. Baby, you got yourself a stew. You got yourself a stew going. Uh, I'm telling you, though, this is, uh, this is a winner right here. Our guy Tom Curl, we didn't get to uh, chat with you before the break here. We but just had a mattress go out the door. I know. So you got a mattress go out the door. Was that one of the Nightfall ones, or was that a uh, therapeutic adjustable the, bed? That was a king, nice. too. Therapeutic adjustable king. Nice right there. Uh, but like I said, you get the minky blanket on there. You can use the promo code ZONE50 in stores and online, minkycontrol.com. So if you're going to get the blanket, might as well go, the, go all the way, get the full mattress, and then you got yourself maybe – you bought yourself four or five years of being in the good graces on Valentine's Day, man. So, Tom, what do we have? We just had a therapeutic king mattress go out you the just, door. That was ingenious. I'm, I'm going to call her, the owner of uh, Minky. Minky. Yeah. Give me a call. I'll do a cross promotion with you. Why not? Anybody who buys a bed, we'll let them do something at your store. Anybody who buys a blanket, I'll give them a coupon to save $1,000 on an adjustable Ooh, look bed. Look at that, dude. Boom. Man, saving all sorts we, of money. We need to hustle, so. Tell me what you got. Kings Down and Therapeutic Mattresses. Mm-hmm. Therapeutic, $299, $399. These are $1,000 to $1,200 queen mattresses to $1,700 queen mattresses. Your choice, Therapeutic, $299, $399. We got three um, to choose from. When I say three, three different models to choose from. The King's Down, we're going to go $399, $499, $799 in King's Down. And then uh, in Telebed, we just had somebody come in buying an adjustable Queen G2. Nice. We're going to do that mattress for $1299 instead of, what are they, $3,700? $3,700 for Normally. a G2. Wow. Okay. That's a, that's a boom. Those are mega boom deals right there, dude. They go a few extra days, the normal, so it's a boom, boom, boom deal with the extra days all the way up through uh, Valentine's Day. And but don't some of these, forget about these. Oh, the uh, I already I already bought the uh, the comforter set for my daughter. This is a twin size, normally one forty nine ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine. Cute pink and white, and then this gray and black king one. The king set. Oh, the king set. My heavens, you get the full comforter set plus the two. Pillow chamois, or what do they call them? Shams. Yeah. Pillow shams and a skirt. And the skirt, and guess what? That's normally two forty nine. The king size twenty nine ninety nine. We also have right it in gray and white. Nice. In twin for your sons. Okay, mm. let's go. Boom. Get it done. Eighteen twenty five South three hundred West. That's where you find Tom and his uh, store. They're going to honor those prices all the way through Valentine's Day. So come down. But while supplies last, of course. So if it's gone before then, then you're toast. Right. Uh, JJ, our Oh, storylines, of course, but the non-Super Bowl one that caught both your and my eyes. Chip Kelly, <laughs> who was in the discussion for uh, all sorts of NFL OC jobs. We've been wondering, why is he interviewing for NFL He's the head coach at UCLA, yeah, and they're making UCLA. the transition to the Big Ten. What's going on? Going to the Big Ten. He's at UCLA. And then he was interviewing for the offensive coordinator job at, uh, at, at the Seahawks. Talked with the commanders before they hired uh, uh, Cliff. What's his, what's Dan, his bucket? Dan Quinn. Or Dan oh, Quinn. Cliff, King, well, Cliff Kingsbury. The, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So then what do we get? At the end of everything, 
we get Chip Kelly going, no, sorry, NFL. I'm going to go be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State University. Wait, what? He is the OSU. He is Ohio State's newest offensive coordinator. By the way, he was not fired from UCLA. <laughs> Chip Kelly is leaving the head coach position in the at Big Ten. UCLA in, in the, the Big, Big Ten. Ten to become an offensive coordinator in the Big Ten. Right. So it turns out that Ryan Day, the head coach at Ohio State, when he was in college, he was the quarterback at New Hampshire. Guess who his offensive coordinator was? That in New is Hampshire? so weird. Chip Kelly. That is the weirdest thing. So they want to work together again, I guess, <laughs> in a weird way. So now the quarterback, uh, who's now the head coach at Ohio State, is now the boss to his old OC. I wonder how that's going to go. But yeah. why in the world would Chip Kelly want to leave? This is now we're into a college football issue. But it, no, you know, I know, but that's what I'm it saying. It started in the NFL. Right. So he was going let's to just talk about this. Why would he leave UCLA no as idea. the head coach? No idea. Are things that bad there? Was he so concerned? I think. I bet they were telling him he wanted it might an be extension, good. and they were going to give him one. right. I bet they said, you know, we're not going to do the extension. We'll see how you do this year, and we'll kind of go. And from how do there. you think they were going to do this year? They're going to get destroyed this year. And guess who they're going to get destroyed by? Chip Kelly's offense at Ohio State <laughs> University. Well, a preemptive, I'm out of here. I guess. <laughs> so Chip Kelly is now at Ohio State. Uh, there you go. Instead of the Seahawks or the Commanders or we're the Bruins. We're the Bruins. What Anybody a weird else is, situation. This is the weirdest week of like the dumbest rumors too. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Hey, the NFL is going to be. They're expanding their footprint. Where are they going this time? I might want to actually make it to this game. Okay. This is one of my favorite places on earth. I went there a few years ago. I want to go back, and I think this might be a good way to do it. And I think it might be a good thing to have Nate Dowdle pay for it. Oh. Okay. Madrid, Spain, 2025. They're going down to Brazil next year, right? Yes. And then in 2025, they're going to be in Madrid. Now, you remember, Barcelona had a... Uh, NFL Europe team, remember? That's right, yes. What were oh, they? I the, remember. They were the Dragons or the something Barcelona like that? Dragons. They were the Dragons. Oh, yeah, you nailed it. Remember there were, Remember the <laughs> – we did this for a minute, and the the uh, European NFL – NFL Europe did this. Remember those plastic face masks? They were like kind of a flatter – Yeah. I hated those things. And the and that I think that single-handedly killed NFL Europe. NFL they didn't Europe look or like, the World League of American Football. Whatever. Yeah, that's what it was. It was – NFL Europe, and then it was World League here, right? Like, we had, like, those teams out. Anyway, wild stuff. But they're going to go play in Madrid in 2025. I don't know why Madrid – It's look, I've, I've seen the video of how fanatical people in England and in Germany have been about the NFL. We've seen that stuff. Yeah. We know that there's a cult following in Germany. We know there's a pretty big, massive following in, in England. That's why they keep going back to, to London. Um, but, man, Madrid, I guess they're just trying it all out. That's cool, man. These are real games, by the way. These aren't, like, just preseason. Because it used to be that they would try out a lot of stuff preseason-wise. But now they're just doing full-on uh, NFL games. This one's going to be in Madrid, so there you, you know, go. I didn't even realize this, but the uh, NFL Europe lasted until 2007. No. It did. I had a buddy who went on his, went on his mission to Germany. Yeah. And... Uh, they were walking by a park, and there was a there was a semi-pro team working out, full pads and everything, right? And they went over and watched, and then some guy comes over and starts speaking to him in German and was like, hey, and he's like, oh, how long have you had this football team? And he starts talking, and he goes, why, do you guys play? And this is a kid I went to high school with, and he was one of the captains of the football team. He goes, yeah, I play. I've played before. He goes, 
It was totally against every rule that we probably should have followed. They gave me gear. I suited up. He suited up and played these guys at their practice. Really? He's like, I'm blowing up these German guys. <laughs> he's like, I was in, like, the best shape of my life still. He was a state champion wrestler, too. So he's, yeah. like, just this insane athlete. He goes, I'm blowing up these Germans, and they were begging me to come play for them. And I was like, hey, this is a good outreach program for me to be on this football team. He was told no. <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, That's a miss. Pukunakua, by the way, I've got a couple pieces of sound for you to hear. Oh, cool. uh, I sat down with Matthew Berry. Uh, and he talked a little bit about this is now the the thing that surrounds all this the football the the fantasy football happy hour that Matthew Berry does Pukunakua sat down with him. Uh, here's what he said about why he was so successful this year uh, at the Rams and how that relationship kind of helped him be the best that he could be. Here's what he said. I was just curious, what happened from BYU to LA? Was it Stafford? Was it McVeigh? What like talk to me about? you know what key got turned there um i think you kind of hit on both of it with with stafford and coach mcveigh and then especially coop like that seemed like the three-headed monster that was uh i uh, ready ready for me to be a part of it and they allowed me to come in and be myself and kind of thrive in that environment and they helped uh exceed my learning curve or uh excel my learning curve so much faster than i thought it was going to be and and coop going down and being able to communicate with me and everything that's going on and then matthew's um, one of the best uh, from the first time I saw him throw routes on air like there wasn't a ball that hit the floor there wasn't a ball that wasn't spinning as perfect as it could so as we see where I'm like those that's something that I, I don't want to drop the ball if he's throwing it that tight every time I'm like that I'll, I'll be mad at myself I'm like I'll kick me off the team <laughs> is he dogging Jaron Hall and the experience he had at BYU no. there Jaron no okay just wondering no <laughs> Dude, he, I mean he'd be it's Matthew Stafford. It's like the you're getting, Rams, man. Right. Like, I mean, this is pro football. Th- look at the names you just mentioned. Sean McVay yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. has won a Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford's won a Super Bowl. And Cooper Cup's won a Super Bowl. Cooper Cup had one of the greatest receiver seasons of all time. And now, all of a sudden, you put him next to these guys, and they want they need, not only want you, but need you to be your best and to be you and go succeed. Okay. Perfect situation. Puka could not have done what he did. And this is no... If this is just because of the situation. He would not have been able to reach his, the, the the stature he did this year on any other club. Can I do a quick? Uh, he would have been fine other places, but it was the perfect situation for him and for the team. Can I do a quick over under here for you? Yeah. Over under his second season getting a thousand yards receiving. Pukunikua. Now I got over. You're gonna go over a thousand. He won't match the numbers he had this year. Cooper Cup's going to be healthy instead of and being out for five or six. We games. talked about it. He's still going to be able to be good, but he, there is going to be a bigger There's film out on him, man. Bullseye on him, and teams going to be much more aware of him next year than they were this year. I think I'm going to go under, under a thousand. It's not. It's not a disrespect. What it is is, it's so hard. You have. I mean, he's an All Pro now. You yeah. had a multiple-time All Pro in Cooper Cup, uh, who's sensational. I don't know how long Matthew Stafford's going to be on his game, right? I don't know how long that's going to last. Right. All right, so I'm going to take the under, not because I don't respect Puka, but I, I just think circumstances are going to be way different. Well, right. you saw what happened the year before when Matthew Stafford got hurt. Right. Things went south for the Rams. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We're at the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Uh, we are going to get to Tom Curl for one last time around the corner here. Uh, and then, yeah, we just have tons going on here. We've got our best and worst we want to bring up as well. 
Get the official debit cards of the Utah Jazz, University of Utah Sports, and Real Salt Lake exclusively at America First Credit Union. That's where you can get them. The official debit cards of the Jazz, the Utes, and Real Salt Lake, all exclusively at America First Credit Union. We will come back. We've got more to go from the warehouse on a Friday edition of JJ and Alex. Stay with us, 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone. <laughs> Wrapping up the hour with our picks for the best and worst moments on today's show. As JJ and Alex want to hear your best and worst of the day. Oh boy. Next hour we're gonna have to share some of our uh our food favorites. We did during the break. Yeah. And it's a it's a bad it's a bad thing to do because I don't I actually don't want to talk Sunday. about anything else. Can't wait till Sunday. Um so yeah, we're going to the in laws. I'll I'll do the I'll do the Texas caviar. That's a classic. It's kind of a fresh dip, like it's a lot of chopped up corn and yeah. and uh celery and peppers and Absolutely. and then you hit it with the I I put a little heat in there. I hit it with the uh, the red pepper flakes. Nice. But you throw on like a like a it's a vinaigrette that you make, which is just that apple cider vinegar, a simple syrup, and some big time salt and pepper. And when you pour it over that, and you you got to have the scoops, you, and not the tor- the Tostitos ones, right? The Frito scoop. Ooh, it's an aggressive scoop. That is an aggressive scoop. Yeah, but it's a it's a it's an amazing deal. But I was just telling you about. My smoked chili verde tacos. Oh man! <sighs> Telling you, you smoke the pork butt, and then you cook the rest in a in a in a green sauce in the in the oven. You finish it in the oven. Oh. Fall apart, smoke ring, all of it, and it's the kind of stuff that uh, my football used to say makes you want to slap your grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that food's so good makes you want to slap your grandmother. I'm that like. Is- that is a very Texas thing. I'm all Coach Smith. That makes no sense. Yeah. <laughs> you had good food. You want to slap your grandmother? You've got a problem. What's going on here? I, I don't understand. I don't know what your family dynamic is, but my goodness. I don't think this is okay. Uh, best and worst of the day. I have a, I have a uh, nomination. You have a best? I got I got a worst. You got a worst? Roll out with the worst first, and we'll, end, we'll end with the best. So, Merrill Hodge. Yeah. We all know Merrill Hodge. He's, he's in For, the Super Bowl this week. Former Idaho State uh, great. All right. That's right. Merrill Hodge, pride of Pocatello. Sure. Uh, he was on Radio Row this week recently. I think it was even today. And he yeah. said that uh, he's encouraging the Bears not to draft Caleb Williams because he is not special. Ooh. Now, it turns out that he also admitted he's only watched about six games that Caleb <laughs> has played. Now were they I, all were they all six losses this from this last year? Probably all the six <laughs> games they lost this year. Well, they lost what five? Yeah, I guess they lost five. So it did was they go to a bowl game? Oh yeah, remember the uh, Caleb Williams sat it out. Oh and my gosh! What game was it? The Holiday Bowl? Was it the that, was it the Tony the Tiger Bowl? The quarterback we've never heard. Before. Oh yeah, who by the way we'll never hear from again. Probably not because I think he already transferred out or hit who, the transfer portal. Anyway, so uh, yeah, but uh, so let me let me be fair though to Merrill. I think he's way off on this. I think Caleb Williams is obviously special. Okay, okay. Now, he also um, was very vocal when Johnny Manziel came out. Ah. And he was dead on. He said he's not and special. And everybody made fun of him. All, this, all the talking head shows that had him on made fun of him on ESPN, and 
he was right. So we will see. Merrill Hodge, never afraid to have an opinion, says Caleb Williams is not special. We'll find out if he was right or wrong starting next year. Okay. There you go. Uh, before we get to Tom Curl here at the warehouse, uh, I'll give you – did I have best? Is that what I had? You have best. Good luck Okay, today. so now Good listen. Luck. So I want to say I, – I love that Dion did this. Dion cleared the air. Remember last month that the story was what? That his sons did what for him? They bought him a house. Remember right. that whole yes. thing? Yes. Okay, Dion goes, first of all, my sons can't afford a house. He did not buy me a house. In Boulder, he's probably right. <laughs> he's like, I can't even afford a house in Boulder. No, but he was like, we went house shopping, and we found some houses that we really liked. He's like, but my sons are getting credit for something they did not do. They did not buy me a house. They can't afford it, and don't believe them if they said that they can't. And I was like, I love that Dion. There's stuff about Dion that I can't stand. But I do love that he is brutally honest, even with the people that are around him. He's like, man, my son, look, he's, Shadur's earned everything. But I told him he's acting a fool when he's showing that watch to everybody. We got half of our stuff stolen out of the locker room this year. And you were like, <laughs> which uh, I just, I don't like Dion for a lot of reasons, but. You don't like Dion? Uh, no, I, I mean, like, Coach there's Prime. some stuff that Coach Prime does that I'm like, that's an act. He's, he, he's theater. And then there's man. other stuff. Of he's, course it is. He's entertaining. Uh, but I, it's my best today for him going, my sons, they can't stop telling people that they that they bought me a house. They don't deserve that recognition. <laughs> they didn't buy anything. They don't. They have no money compared to – he's like, look, they ain't earned it yet. Maybe they will next year. They're both going to the league. You know, like mm. – but their youngest son, he goes, I'm not letting him go. He has to come play for me and prove himself first. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Tom Curl, owner of the warehouse – which is where we are today, 1825 South, 300 West. This has been a fun prep for the Super Bowl weekend, Tom, and we had some people trickling in, grabbing some of the deals already. A lot of these deals are going to be honored all the way through Valentine's Day, but you don't want to wait that long because some of these matches aren't going to be here all that all that long. They won't, but I'm embarrassed. Super Bowl, it's all about family and parties and watching the big game. Yeah, man. I haven't even talked about the dining room table. Oh. The great big solid wood dining That's room right. table. That's right. Is that the one that you even did the deal on the chairs last time, too? Yeah. Okay. Remind me what we have the here. The table is a $1,200 table. Got it. The chairs, uh, and you can look them up online. They are from uh, Furniture of America. The cheaper chair is 179 The more expensive chair is 229 per chair. Right. Yeah, that's about right. I will do a table and four chairs... For three ninety nine, boom! That's a, table, a deal right there. A table and four chairs, three ninety nine. A table and six chairs, four ninety nine. A table and eight. That'd be the next one. Table and eight chairs, five ninety nine. Whoa! Boom. It's okay. crazy. That would almost fit my family. That's what I think is great. <laughs> well, about. I can do a table do and 10? ten chairs. Okay. For six ninety. Okay, boom. That? That'll go. fit your now family. Now you got room. It will. One to spare. Boom. I'll tell you, shopping for a ten-person table is uh, embarrassing. Wow. But listen, we have got no time, so let's just quickly recap. Let's hear it. Adjustable beds. This is the best sweetheart gift ever. I've got a king bed, solid king head-up adjustable, eight ninety-nine. 
the mattress is a therapeutic. This mattress alone is $2,200. You can buy the entire deal for eight ninety nine. Boom. The queen equivalent, six ninety nine. Mattresses, kings down. I have beautiful kings down mattresses, two ninety nine. Excuse me, kings down is three ninety nine, four ninety nine, seven ninety nine, and therapeutic queens two ninety nine and three ninety nine. And I have got one that I'm going to do as a crazy blowout, king therapeutics for five ninety nine. There's two to choose from. Easy three thousand dollar bed. You got to come take advantage. Come uh, see us. And all upholstery, twenty five percent off through uh, Sweetheart's Day. Okay, wow. there you go. How about that, Tom? Thanks for having us. Happy Valentine's Day and happy uh, Super Bowl weekend, man. Always good to see you. Yeah, enjoy the game. What time am I coming for that food? Uh, you, hey, <laughs> as early as uh, as early as I mean, you know, I'll I'm a kind of guy that goes, oh, I gotta get, go home from church early. I gotta stir the pot. That's it. <laughs> that is that guy. So whenever you want. All right, you Tom. Get there early. We appreciate awesome. it, man. We're going to uh, take the break here. Uh, we'll come back. More to go around the corner. 97.5 EKSL Sports Zone.